another episode of Scrummy Talks. My name is Haley, and that's pretty much all you need to know. So today's topic, we have teachers. And yeah, pretty uh, pretty interesting topic, huh? This was a really good one. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So I'm gonna just give some updates on what's been going on, how I've been since my last podcast, because yeah, this is what it's for. This is this podcast is literally my therapy time and just a time for me to talk and get everything out of my system. So in the past week, um, I actually had a job interview and I got the job really cool. I thought my interview went so horrible, but apparently I did good because my first day is tomorrow. Actually, it's today at one. It's 12 a.m. So like, you know, the whole today, tomorrow thing. Yeah. Anyway, I have my first day at one. Um, don't know how it'll go, but kind of excited for it anyway today's episode is about teachers and my relationships with teachers from middle school to high school and how they've progressed and I don't know when I was thinking about what I was going to talk about like I don't know I don't know this is just like what kind of popped up in my head when I was talking about what I was going to Um, discuss on the podcast also I am so sorry for the audio on the election diaries podcast um I have this drawer and it completely like it has magnets to open and close it so it's really awful it's a real the way this desk was designed is so awful but it functions as a desk so that's what's important right right like hear it like that's so annoying like every it it just can't I don't know the noise is so annoying and I just really wanted to I really wanted to apologize for how the audio came out so crappy in the last um last podcast i am getting some foam covers for my mic so that um like external noise doesn't or external noise isn't projected onto the mic and the sound is affected anyway teacher podcast so i wanted to start off on how i was dubbed a teacher's pet starting from middle school so i always used to go the extra mile and always um like do the most and more in my homework and in class assignments but i would never suck up to teachers i would just like merely ask them how their weekend was and how their day was going because like i wanted to i don't know i don't know i wasn't trying to like suck up to them i was just trying to be nice because like once in a while like wouldn't you want somebody asking how your day was and like how your life is going i don't know i just was trying to be respectful and i was brought up with manners but a Apparently, that's been a teacher's pet. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. So. Um. Anyway, I think that this actually worked out so well in the end for me. Because it allowed me to build relationship with teachers. And it led me to have a good reputation with them from then on. One example of this is my 7th grade Spanish teacher. Senora Torres. Oh my god, she was such a strict lady, but like, she taught me the basics of Spanish, so like, I'm thankful for that. Anyway, so, Senora Torres, one day I was out, I was absent one day, and uh, when I came back, I had my homework that was due that day, and the homework that was due before, like, the day I was absent, and she didn't need to give me an extension or she didn't need to give me any extra time on it. And she was like, I, um, Haley, you, like, you didn't need any extra time. Like, you already had the work done. And I was like, yeah, of course. I just looked it up on Jupiter Grades and 
I just did it so like it wouldn't have to be a hassle and she was like I'm muy bien blah 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 I really can't remember what she told me but all I remember is her saying good job anyway from then on whenever I was absent because I was absent a lot in middle school like surprisingly I wasn't even absent that much I tried to like not skip school as much as I can I wasn't skipping school but um I went on a couple like contracted vacations in seventh grade so like there were points where i was gone for like a week whatever but anyway when i would be gone she wouldn't even have to check my homework she would just mark it full points when i was absent because i built up that reputation of always doing my work and being an a student so like yeah i was okay i wasn't a teacher's pet but i was at the same time but anyway i did my work and i built up that reputation and that allowed me to not have any homework checked by her for the rest of the year that was amazing because she was such a strict teacher anyway i was very academically motivated in seven like going into middle school i was just like all academics that's all i worried about and this allowed me to like get the best relationship with teachers like the teachers i've had the best relationships starting from middle school to high school like that's what i'm going to be talking about so in seventh grade um we're going to start with miss Elman. So Ms. Elman was a student teacher and she was going to be um, replacing the teacher we had for English. And so I didn't know this, but like one day I was writing a rough draft to my essay in class and she just sat down by me while the teacher was teaching. And she was like just having a conversation with me. And little did I know that she was going to be her English teacher later in the year. And so then I'm like striking up a conversation with her, blah, blah, blah. I'll talk about my essay. And then um, she tells me, oh yeah, I'm going to be your English teacher. And I was like, oh, well, you seem really cool. Like... You seem really dope to be a teacher. Like, I thought you were a student. Oh, my God. And, yeah, we, from that, like, just from that conversation, um, I, I wasn't favored, but, like, I don't know. We just had a really good relationship. Another one, Mr. Viascusa, my advisory teacher. So, a lot of people don't, like, have an advisory, but in my middle school, between um, your second period and... No, it was after lunch. You had this like advisory period, which in high school is like ELP or extended learning period. Or some people have like a homeroom in the beginning of the day. Anyway, we have like this little like 40 minutes in between lunch and third period or lunch and sixth period, um, depending on the day um, in middle school. And so um, my advisory teacher was Mr. V. Escusa or Mr. V. It was his PE teacher that would make us read for half of the advisory time. Like, who makes you read? Like, I literally wanted to do work. I wanted to do school work so I didn't have to do it at home. But he would make us read and then log about it. Anyway, um, so I did it for a really long time. And I was the only, I was like one of the only kids in my advisory who would actually do the work. So um, I built up that reputation with him. And so in that time I was gone, you know... Like I said earlier, when I was gone with my Spanish class, yeah, same time. Uh, he was like, yeah, don't even worry about the reading logs. Like, I already know you do them. Like, you don't even have to worry about it. And I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. See? Boom. Because I did the work, and I asked him how his weekend was. I built up that reputation, and I didn't, like, have to turn in any reading logs from the time I was gone. Boom. Life hack. Just be nice and have manners and ask people how their day's going. Maybe it helps in the long run. I don't know. Anyway, so those are my, like, really, like, impactful relationships. Not even impactful, but that was, like, the first time I built teacher relationships in seventh grade. Then we moved to eighth grade. And this has some of, the, like, some of my favorite teachers I've ever had, period. 
we're gonna start with Miss Koo because she's not like the top but she's like in there so she's in that list you know so miss koob was my eighth grade english teacher and isn't it cool because her name backward is miss book how freaking dope is that anyway we had very like similar interest in pop culture and like the movies and whatever so i don't know there's that i would just we would just talk about movies and my vans like you know those checkered slip-on vans so i knew them from sorry excuse me i had to burp i knew them from fast times at ridgemont high and she was like, oh my god, you're the only kid who's, like, actually acknowledged the movie with those shoes. And I was like, oh, really? Like, that's cool. And so we, like, developed a relationship over, like, movies and TV shows. Not TV shows, but pretty much movies and, like, 80s references. Because she was, like, kind of an older teacher and she understood everything that I was referencing. So that was pretty cool. But um, here we go to, like, some of the teachers that I developed, like, really really close relationships that like I treasured the most in middle school and actually looked forward to going to their classes and stuff. First we're going to start with Miss um, Black. So Miss Black was my ASB teacher in middle school and I had ASB in middle school as my advisory so all my other periods were like actual classes and ASB was only my 40 minute um, in the middle of the day class and I really enjoyed ASB, really great experience. Miss Black and I had such a good relationship that at the end of the year in my, um, those, like, not yearbook photos, but in your spring photos, um, she let me plaster all of them up on the wall, and mind you, I was such a weird middle school kid that I asked the picture lady if I could whip in my picture, you know, that, that whip nene crap, yeah, I whipped in my middle school photo like a loser, oh god, I was so weird, and every time I mentioned that to people, they were like, no, I thought you were so cool, and I was like, we were all weird in middle school then anyway she let me plaster those up on the asb fridge and she would always let me get free slushies and free sour squirts in my slushies and we would just always tell each other jokes and i remember on the last day of eighth grade i don't know i kind of have a gut feeling when it's the end of something and so when i went to go see miss black on the last day of eighth grade because the way our school system does it it's grades k through six for elementary seven eight for middle school and then 10 through 12 for um for high school i don't know if other i know some other uh, schools do like 6 7th 8th for middle school or like 6 7 8 9 for middle school it's really weird i don't know why people do it like that but i don't know it's your school system whatever anyway i remember going to her and i remember just being like bye miss black and bawling my eyes out because I was leaving and I was just so sad because Miss Black, we she was just like the homie, the G. And I had a gut feeling that this was like the last time our relationship was ever going to be like that. Like Miss Black loved me in my weird middle school personality, really just awful state. And like we were just really good homies. And so I was super sad that I had to leave. Anyway, we get to um, another really important adult figure in my life from eighth grade mr aiken mr lawrence aiken um was my math teacher in eighth grade and he was just so wise and always told me the best advice so um he had this weird thing with math homework that if it wasn't complete or the correct answer he would not accept it and so then for my math homework i um, I would go in every morning to get extra help on it because I thought, um, since I had it second period that, like, it had to be done before second period because I wasn't gonna do it, like, the day I got it, so. 
every morning I would like go to his classroom and I'd be like, Mr. Aiken, I really need help on this math problem. He'd uh, guide me through it. And I remember one instance, um, he was like, Haley, I saw you applied for um, math during the summer school so you could get ahead in high school. And he was like, do you really want that? Like, I know you're all into math and really into your academics, but you know, it's okay to not go at such a fast pace with everything like you need to take a break like it's okay to take a break and I know you'll excel in math in high school and whatever you go on to the future like I could see you as president but like oh my god that's so ironic because I'm ASB president okay let's not mention that right now um but he was just like Haley um I know you would do so well in the math summer course to like get ahead for high school but take a break like it's okay to not do school all the time and so then I really took that to heart and I was like thank you Mr. Aiken like I will I will take that seriously I'll take it into consideration but I was like nah man I'm gonna still do it I don't really care what your old arse says I'm gonna do what I want yeah um I didn't end up taking that summer school course for math and I remember going to tell him and he was like yeah so um I'm not going to do it anymore. And he was like, I'm really proud of you because I know that took a, like a, it took a lot for you to like say no because you always want to put so much on your plate. Yeah. That was like the first time I realized that Mr. Aiken was such like a wise old man teacher. Like you need one of those like old wise teachers in your life, you know? He was like Mr. Feeney. He was literally Mr. Feeney except for he was like six foot seven and he ate mozzarella sticks like those cheese string string cheeses really weird he ate two of them and a cutie every class like before class started he would always eat his two string cheeses and a cutie and he would like chomp the mo- the cheese sticks and i was like oh my god i chomped the cheese sticks too so that was like those were like i have really vibrant memories from that class another time is when in his class, when you had to, like, throw away a piece of paper, he would not let you crinkle it. He was like, what's the point of you crinkling it? Like, just throw it away flat. It uses less volume. And he, like, made it into a metaphor about life. He was like, this is, so this paper, this piece of paper represents your problems in life. And the little problems, you can either leave them flat or you can crinkle them up into, like, volume. Like, you can let them have volume and let them impact your life when they don't need to. And he was like, everyone who takes their little problems and they squish it up into a ball and you make it... Oh my god, how do I explain this? It's so weird. Give me a second. I need to figure out how I'm going to explain this. Okay, basically, it's like the flat piece of paper represents your problems, the little problems in life. You could either lay them to rest and not have a big impact in your life, or you can crumple it and make it up a volume and let it impact your life so much and it's just a little problem and so then from that point on I was like wow like I'm never gonna crinkle a piece of paper in my life um yeah I didn't end up following that but I've always thought that was so cool of him to be like don't crinkle your paper into a ball it's stupid but yeah that was really good advice have I followed it no but it's still such 
like iconic advice I remember to this day every time I crinkle up a piece of paper into a paper ball or I throw away a piece of paper flat I'm like oh my god Mr. Aiken doing it for you buddy and the reason I like mentioned this and the reason I had like this whole teacher podcast set up is I was studying for my AP exams downstairs because they're online and Mm, I could say some stuff, but I don't because I don't want Trevor to contact colleges and have my name on a list. Mm, so many malfunctions with the first day of AP tests, buddy. Might want to might want to solve that, but whatever. Keep doing you, Trevor, and your nonprofit college board. Nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was studying for my A push exam and all my other AP tests because I four. And Trevor decided to make them all online. Anyway, I was studying downstairs and I was ripping a page out of my notebook and I was like, oh my god, Mr. Aiken would tell me not to crinkle up this paper and throw it away flat. But I crinkled it up. I don't know. There's nothing satisfying about crinkling up a paper ball. And anyway, this advice is like, like low-key useless. Like the crinkling up, I don't know. In order to like throw a paper ball or like throw a piece of paper away, you have to make it a volume. I don't know. I don't know. I have some like contradictions to the advice, but it's pretty good advice. Good job, Mr. Aiken. You're still one of the best like teachers I've ever had, period. Like you you are on that list of like maybe top 4. I don't know where you are, but you're on the way top of the list, buddy. Anyway, let's go into ninth grade. Mr. Flores, I developed such a good relationship with this man. Like, I could get away with anything. And Mr. Flores, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. But you let me get away with so much stuff that I didn't need to get away from. Like, I I shouldn't have gotten away with. So in ninth grade, um, after school, I would always, like, tutor kids in math. Or, like, stay extra time, like, to get extra lessons on math. Because, like, sometimes I couldn't understand. And I wanted to get it down perfectly. Like, I ended up with the number one ranking in the class at the end of the year and Mr. Flores always knew me as the kid who did extra credit and always did more on the assignments and it was really funny because at the beginning of the year he had this like perfect squares exam you had to do in front of the whole class it was like an oral exam and I messed up and I was like well I'm a freaking perfect student like I shouldn't be messing up and he like saw this in me and yeah from then on we became like best buddies and Whenever I had a, like, missing assignment, or not even, I never had a missing assignment, never, freshman year, but then we moved to when I had him again, junior year, he was my math teacher junior year because I switched out of compact, we all know that story from the previous podcast, so I switched out, and uh, I was like, it was completely different stuff that I was learning in the, in this math class, and he was like, you know what, don't even worry about it, like, I got you, and for the packets, we have to turn in, like, homework packets from, like, the unit we learned. I'm, I was missing, like, maybe, like, six pages. And if you know Mr. Flores' packets, you know that's a lot. And he was so strict on grading these packets. But you know what? He gave me extra credit on the packet, and I don't even know why. He let me get away with so much. Anyway, Mr. Flores, you're a G, period. But that's what you get for having good relationships with your teachers. I wasn't a suck-up freshman year but he just knew how I was as a student and he applied that every single year I was in his class so like boom period and I'm spent another person coach Ray Chow freshman year PE so coach Ray Chow knew me from like sports whatever and I was in his PE class my friend group and I messed around so much in his class 
and he knew it and like he knew that we would always get stuff done and we never really wanted to run the mile but like we became like fan favorites in his book and I would always see him um like we just became really good pals and so then sophomore year and junior year whenever I had to get like stuff from the athletic department of our school Rachel would be like the first person to reach out to me always said hi to me in school like we just became best buddies and I just my god excuse me did you hear me burp how cool and you'll hear me say best buddies frequently in this because that's just how it is like I became best friends with so many of like the staff on campuses at school that like goes with people in administration too oh my god okay this is off topic but I'm going to talk about like the administration so um junior year yeah this didn't happen too long ago um I became really good friends with the front office lady and if you guys know front office ladies sometimes they are like ruthless and always question you about like why you're leaving early Uh uh-uh miss nancy is so cool she like remembered me because i would come into the office so many times um just like walk through or whatever anyway one time it was super recent too i think it was like march march of this year um before this whole quarantine thing happened i ripped my pants in my ap chem class i ripped my pants in my ap chem class oh my god so i was literally um showing one of my friends i was like daniela do you like my birkenstocks and um when i went to go like show her i like turned my um i turned my thigh in a way that ripped and showed my whole arse and i was like oh my god these are literally my favorite my favorite but they were like a really good pair of jeans with the flip actually they were hollister jeans hollister i love you but what is up with your jeans bro like sometimes they be such a bad quality i don't know i don't know i have a love-hate relationship with you i haven't shopped your i haven't shopped your jeans in a really long time anyway miss nancy when i went up to the front she was like you had your dad bring you new pants and i was like yeah and so then I went, and she was like, go change in the staff bathroom. And I was like, what a G. She let me change in the staff bathroom. What a G. And so then I was like, Miss Nancy, I don't want to go back to class. Like, I hate my fourth period. And she was like, okay, like, we can just chill here for like 10 minutes. And then you can go back like in the last five minutes. And I was like, oh my God, Miss Nancy, thank you so much. So we just like talked for 20 minutes. It was really great. So yeah really good relationship with like all the stuff on campus and this is what happens when you literally make small talk and have manners like just the moral of the story is have manners and you can get like so many good relationships with your teachers um now let's move on to 10th grade one of the most like the the the, one of the teachers who i like had a really good relationship with and is like a second mother to me and like there's some points in life where I'm like, oh my god, this lady's getting on my last nerve. And that's how you know she's like a second mother to me. Is because sometimes she gets me so heated, but like I still love her at the end of the day. Is Miss Haley Salazar. She used to be my chemistry teacher sophomore year. And then she became my AP environmental science teacher my junior year. And we have just gone through a lot together. I spent the whole summer, I spent basically the whole summer with her as her like TA, like prepping labs and stuff, like prepping labs and experiments for her chemistry class and her apes class. And she got me so much community service. So like Miss Halsar, thank you. And she was basically my therapist for the longest time because I would always just go to her and we have like a bunch of inside jokes and Miss Halsar is like my second mom, period. Um, I could say so much about Miss Halzar, but this podcast is running a little long and I want to finish up. 
So we already know Miss Salazar. I've talked about her in previous podcasts. I've also talked about Miss Turner in previous podcasts too. Miss Turner, oh my god, she is just so understanding. I had her my sophomore year. Mm, she was she was a very strict teacher sophomore year because like she was brand new to the campus, blah blah blah. We know the whole story. And then we go to junior year and she was super strict first semester but then became super great second semester and i don't know i just i really like my god miss turner if you hear this you're gonna talk about shifts or you're gonna hear me talk about shifts but yeah there was a whole shift in tone from her and she became like really strict to like i don't know this was her character arc i don't know she just um this from ap lit like the first four months she just made it so strict and then she like changed and was super empathetic and she just became like such a great teacher in my eyes and I'm so appreciative of her and um one time it was October of 2019 um I had like really shocking news about my family and I couldn't focus in class and as like um as a student I never missed any homework assignments never like turned in anything late but that day I didn't do my homework and she's coming around to check it and I'm like frantically doing it and she was like Haley do you have it done and I was like no I don't and so then um we read the story in class for the day and it's and it just happens to be about like it just happens to relate so much to what was going on with my personal issues like my family issues and I start crying so bad and it sounds like I cry a lot but I really don't guys I am not a crybaby please don't think I'm a crybaby I don't cry that much Eh, whatever so I'm like sobbing so much and she's like she's like Haley like you can go outside like it's fine and she gives me a box of tissues and then later she comes out to talk to me and she was like Haley I've known you for two years now or like a year and a half and I know that as a student like you've never missed any of my assignments like you're all good like you never have to worry about any of these assignments like this is it, it was extra credit anyway and I was like oh my god this was extra credit I would not have cried if I knew this was just extra credit whatever but yeah it was just like a boiling point and I couldn't take it anymore and I was like overflowing and uh, yeah it was bad but the fact that she comforted me and then from that day on she like always would check up on me and was just such she didn't like I don't know she moved from being such a great teacher to being just like a very valuable person in my life like she I just love that woman so much and the same goes for Salazar like even though a lot of the times Salazar upsets me you still love her like a mom um oh so this oh my god I'm just going to attempt 11th grade whatever um another teacher is Miss Goldabenda Miss Goldabenda oh my god so many great things to tell about her she was my sophomore math teacher and she literally wore apple bottom jeans for us because um I was like Miss Benda don't you have apple bottom jeans and so then on every test day she would always wear apple bottom jeans and boots with fur and she sold the best snacks in her um in her like cubby at school I don't know it was just so good she sold the best snacks and was just like the plug to go to like she was the like woman on campus like Miss Benda I love you so much Miss Benda I love you I don't know but yeah Miss Benda was such a great teacher offered a lot of extra credit to me too I don't know we just had a good relationship um but yeah in my junior year I would always go visit her and then one day she I don't know I she had some health problems and um she left school for a while so every day on my way to my math class I would 
pop in her classroom to see if she was back and I think I looked for I looked every day for four months and she was she wasn't there and then the day we were announced quarantine that Friday um I popped in the class because I saw out of the out of the corner of my eye a little glimmer from her arse because of those apple bottom jeans and Miss Benda was back and I was so happy because like oh was she recovered from like man what a queen but I remember going to her and she was like you're the first person to come visit me and like I just came back today and I was like Miss Benda you don't know how much I miss you I looked every day in your class to see if you were here like oh my god Miss Benda like I just love you so much blah 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 there's another good relationship I have oh my god this is running so long I'm so sorry I'm so sorry another good relationship I had was my um AP world history teacher Mr. Huidor sorry I know I said your name wrong but Huidor whatever Huidor Huidor I don't know it takes a lot to say your name right i'm super sorry actually it doesn't take a lot i'm just kind of lazy but yeah he put my motivation back into like studying and learning sophomore year because i got to be a little depressed hoe in sophomore year and then he kind of like built me back up and so then um i wrote him like a good thank you know i was like thank you because like i was really sad and you pulled me out of that place and yeah and he was just such a great teacher he was super vibrant and was just he piled a lot of work like a lot of work but it was super worth it like to be in his class like that's iconic like there's a reason he's one of the most favorite teachers on campus by like the whole student body but yeah um i remember him coming to me to my desk one day and he shook my hand and he held it in this weird way but like i don't know it was like a super professional but endearing way and he was like Haley, your letter meant so much to me and the fact that like you're able to address this to me just means so much to me as not only as a teacher but as a person and I was like uh thank you I was really awkward I don't know and then I kind of thought he forgot about me but when I went to go turn in my CSF stuff the like the everyone in California will probably know what I'm talking about the CSF stuff the CSF stuff yeah whatever um he was like, oh, Haley, how are you doing? And he made, like, small talk for a couple... He made small talk for, like, ten minutes. And I was like, okay, first of all, like, you remember my name crazy. Because, like, he has so many students who remember the names. And he, like, remembered so many things about my life that we talked about from, like, the previous year. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. What a, what a freaking... This is why people like you so much. Yeah, anyway, let's move on to junior year. And I'm very sorry for this podcast running so long because I know that some of these podcasts run so long, but I'm sorry, it's my therapy. I'm sorry, I just ramble on. I was afraid this was going to be super short anyway because I was writing my notes for this podcast and I was like, oh my god, I'm not going to have enough to say. But it looks like I have too much to say. Anyway, this is me blabbering on. Whatever, continuing on. 11th grade, you already know how much I love Salazar. You already know how much I love Miss Turner because I've had them both for my sophomore and junior year teachers. But now we move on to the big V. Oh my god, I was about to say big G, but no. There's another big G. Gutierrez, but you're not my teacher. My APUSH teacher, Coach Valdez, Mr. Coach. So, I'm going to refer to him as Coach because that's what I call him in class. So, Coach Valdez... Um, we had a very rough start. So during the summer, I had ASB and um, I miss Salazar too. So I would always go back and forth in between and always just um, be at school during the summer. 
to like help with extra stuff and for community service and for ASB and so um I was able to see my school schedule early and I was like I can't have Mr. Valdez I can't have that like I just can't have coach Valdez as my teacher like I don't want him as my teacher I want Mr. G and then I saw my schedule I got Valdez and I was like oh crap like are you kidding me what the like what and um and I, I, yeah, I was just really upset that I got him as my teacher. And then when I went back to the ASB, um, I saw him there and I went to go have a little chat with him. And I was like, oh, like, are you going to be teaching the same stuff as Mr. G, the other APUS teacher? Because I want a five on the test. And yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I was being really stupid. Like, ugh, Mr. Like, Coach always talks about our first time meeting each other in class because it's so embarrassing to me. Because I called his um, qualifications as a teacher in a judgment, which you should never do. So, life hack, and just like a life lesson, never call somebody's qualifications into question. When, like, it's not your place to. It wasn't my place to. Yeah, big regret I've had, but like, it's a really cool story to hear. Um, so, the first day of school, I sit in his class, and automatically have my head like not on the desk but like it's like down so he doesn't like see me and he on the first day he goes oh Haley and he calls me out in front of the whole class about our whole interaction really funny coach really funny but yeah from then on he always like picked on me but like in a jokingly like a dad way like Valdez is my at school dad really cool guy um but yeah he just always looked out for me and was super caring and always joking and um, I already told you about the first semester how that ended in my first podcast junior year podcast um but another time is um the only so this year 2020 when a daylight savings hit my whole schedule's whack for the first three days I showed up to school late I've never showed up to school late in my life besides those three days and I was freaking out anyway one of the days I had my a push test and I was like you know what I woke up late I'm just gonna miss my first period and end up studying for my a push exam I need to study whatever I'm just stressing out and so then I end up studying and I'm just so stressed in class I'm so stressed I think it's March it's March 2020 and I'm just so stressed I woke up late I have an A push test. I need to make up my period one assignment. Like there was this partner project that I missed that was only done in the period. And I still have to do that. So I'll have to go during ELP and finish that. Blah, blah, blah. Like I have so much on my plate right now. And then I get to school. And the freaking parking lot is full. Quote, unquote, full. So the security guard lady was like, you got to park in the football field. So I'm driving back and forth from the office. And I'm like, can you open the gate, please? And, um... Yeah, they're, like, not helping at all. And I get to the football field, and the door is locked, like, to get into school. Like, the door is freaking locked. So I just squeeze through the gate, like, the gate where the football field is. I had to, like, squeeze through that in order to get into school. And I'm, like, walking through campus, and I get into my first period, like, six minutes before the period ends. So it's, like, a waste of a period. And um, I, like, set up my appointment to like for ELP for my English my AP lit teacher to like finish the assignment whatever and then I'm like oh crap like we have an A push test I still have to study for that like I can't be like 
on this right now. So I'm studying for my A push test still. And then we get to my second period, which is A push. And I'm in my class, I'm in class and I'm just like freaking out. Like before we're playing, we play this review game called Sink or Swim. And I'm just completely freaking out. I'm just, I'm studying, I'm studying, I'm just reading. And coach could tell how stressed I was. And so we like to talk about music, both of us a lot, because we have like the same interest in music. Like one time on a quiz, he was like, Haley, if you get this song like if you get the song title and artist right i'll let you get like a free po- i'll let the whole class get a free point on the quiz boom god i like that because we were just that in sync with our music anyway he knows how much music means to me because we have the same taste of music and he sees me just stressed out um studying before the exam and he was like Haley, like what song do i'm gonna put on because like i think you need it and like that's just like the little moment where he reached out to me and was like oh what song do you want to play because he knows how much music means to me and how like stressed I was like it was just super thoughtful and like one of the biggest acts of kindness and it was just so meaningful to me and that's why he like is the top for my teachers list and yeah he's just a really nice guy and really thankful to have had have him as my teacher and it's really funny because our first interaction was so bad and he's just one of my he is one of the best teachers if not the best teacher I've ever had and my school dad so yeah there's that and that ends this podcast thank you if you came to the end thank you for listening to all 36 plus minutes of this and the lesson that is the takeaway from today's podcast is if you're labeled as a teacher's pet you're not a teacher's pet because i know people who are teacher's pets and they can be labeled as them because um oh my god some of you like suck up to teachers so hard it's so disgusting but like you know what there's a difference between being a teacher's pet and actually having manners so um from this the takeaway is have manners, ask people how their day is, because you'll never know if that relationship will help you in the future, as it did for how many teachers did I mention? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I mentioned eleven teachers I have swimmingly relationships with, like I have super great relationships with them. And yeah, it's just a life lesson. If you ever have like job interviews or just like making friends just ask them how ask people how their day is going ask them about their weekend it's okay to be um social and talkative because ultimately it will produce some really good relationships but don't force it because that makes it super awkward anyway that's it thank you so much for listening to this podcast i hope everyone is doing well and hope everyone stays safe also um for people i recorded podcasts with uh yeah we're gonna talk about how stupid I am. So, I, um, what's it called? I recorded a couple podcasts. I recorded a couple, I recorded, like, two siblings, two podcasts with my family, one with my siblings, one with my parents. Didn't like how they turned out because I listened through every podcast I record. So, yeah, ugh, I record for, like, an hour, edit for, like, two, whatever. It's fine. It's fine because I enjoy what I do. Um, these podcasts are super enjoyable for me, but um, I didn't like how those podcasts turned out, so I didn't post them because uh, when I was gone for that like two week, three week stint, I don't know how long it was. I think it was two weeks. I was gone. Um, I was absent from the podcast. I just didn't 
post anything, but I had some ready. I just didn't like how they turned out, so I didn't post them. And then I talked about, on another podcast, I talked about music. And I had two people on that one. Um, and I, um, that one I accidentally deleted. That one was like an hour long, and I deleted all of it on accident. So, because I had all my, I record on voice memos on my computer, and like the, the place I recorded on my computer, it, they deleted all my files. So, yeah, sorry to those I recorded with and never posted. So, sorry, but anyway, just want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Um, even if, even if these like die down a little bit, I ultimately do it for myself because just talking is super therapeutic to me and just talking and letting everything out. I don't know. It's really nice. It's really enjoyable. But yeah, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Stay safe. Hope you're doing well. Try to stay productive in quarantine. I know it's been a long time, but we can do this. Please help flatten the curve. That's it. Have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this. Bye, guys.